This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belbid DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. Oh, much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. It's radio from a woman's perspective with Lonnie Love, Yo-Yo, I'm Angelique. Lonnie Love sits down with her homegirl, Kenya Moore, to get caught up. But first... Valentine's Day is coming soon. Okay, what kind of plans we got? Well, Valentine's Day. I know, Valentine's Day, right. I don't even know. I don't even think I'm ready for Valentine's Day. I just got over Christmas. Who's your boo? Who's my boo? boo I I have a new boo. Yes, I have a new boo. Yes, I have a new boo. His name is Kelvin. Kelvin King. He's from Queens. Sounds employed. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds very employed, yeah. And um, we've we've been hanging out for a while now. What's a while? And why are you just telling us? Uh, well, I just decided to go public about four months ago. Okay. Oh, okay. We've been seeing each other, but to go public, you know, I want to bring them out, so, bring them out. <laughs> so you and MC Light um, bringing out y'all booze because I seen her in a 49er outfit with uh, a man. I'm like, who is this? And I, love. And oh, I was no. so excited <laughs> to see her bring out her boo because I have met him many times and he is a wonderful, employed, educated young That's man. Right. And Moisturized. I really love him. But you know. moisturize, yes. So you're the only one, Angelique. You you got a boo? That's rude. I'm getting a dog. <laughs> wait, Angelique, that's so stupid. <laughs> she said, wait, I'm getting a dog. Oh my God. So oh Lonnie, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Do you really do you think about it? Do you plan it? No, I don't plan it, but I'm we are doing something special. Uh James and I will be going on the Tamron Hall show for Valentine's week uh we will be on there february 13th on that show so if you guys could check it out we're gonna have a good time with tamarin and um you know i haven't been able to be in studio with her you know because of the pandemic so this will be my first time so we're gonna go up there to new york and we'll probably you know go to a broadway play and have dinner afterwards for the day so it'll be really nice and we just want everybody to you know whether you have someone or not, you are loved by us here at Cafe Mocha. Just I know am that. Loved. I You're am loved. loved. You oh, and your congratulations. Dog. <laughs> I think that's beautiful, Lonnie. I can't wait to see you. Tamara Hall has been doing some amazing interviews and having some nice people on her shows. And I am really proud of um of all of the great success she's been having lately. Definitely. All of our all of our girls, uh, you know, Sherry, Jennifer Hudson. But check me out. February 13th. Tamron Hall show is Cafe Mocha. I know you want to talk about the Grammys. Oh, my goodness. The 66th annual Grammys were held and uh, interesting choices. Um, First of all, I want to say that I was able to make the red carpet. Um, I was working for E and uh, got to see Victoria Monet and her lovely family. Also, her daughter, Hazel Monet, who's two years old, made Grammy's history because she was the youngest nominee at two years old 
for her mom. She's on the um, record with her mom called Hollywood. They didn't win for that, but Victoria Monet did win for uh, Best New Artist. And she looked lovely. Can I tell you first, just like quickly, that red carpet is no joke, y'all. I mean, it's like, I know Yo-Yo has been on that Grammy's red carpet. It's like, you have like three spots and they give you two seconds. So you're trying to get the pose together. So if you go to my Instagram, you see all these different type of poses and different lighting. And now I can see why some people's, you know, picture looks a certain type of way and why, you know, then you got some pictures that's got a great angle and some like because they're like, okay, go, you know, two but seconds. It's not really literally. No, th literally. They're like, okay, Lonnie move, Lonnie go. Like, and that was for all of us. You know, mm. the name people, you know, they give them a little bit more time, but it's so many people that they're processing through that, um, you know, that that line that it's just, you know, in order to keep it orderly, they have to go. Um, also, some more people. Coco won. Um, our girl Coco, she won. Also, uh, SZA. She also is a, a Grammy winner. And what was interesting was that this Grammy, they had more females. It wasn't like the, the top prizes. Uh, the nominees were all female, mostly. Another thing that I really enjoyed about the, the Grammys was that there was this wonderful performance by Tracy Chapman and mm -hmm. the country singer Luke Combs. Did you see that? I saw it after the fact. Well, you know, happening live, the way they shot it, it was beautiful because if anybody doesn't remember Fast Cars, this is a 36-year-old hit song that Tracy Chapman wrote and Luke Combs um, did a cover of it. It shot up on, to number one on the country uh, uh, charts and the, the the it has now given a new awakening to Tracy Chapman. So we hadn't Which seen Tracy- love. In a, in a long time, time. right? Long I was time. I was surprised to even see her get a Grammy. I mean, she was just like there, and so the way they shot it is that they opened up with her playing the guitar, and then if you, you go look at the clip and you see this smile that she has, and she has that melanin skin, and it's smooth, and she has these gray dreads, and she just looks so like happy and joyful and then what i really appreciated is what luke combs did he gave her the floor he gave her her flowers he didn't take over the song he let her just he was just riding on the side and so i thought that, that was one of the best performances follow us on all platforms at cafe mocha radio up next kenya moore it's Cafe Mocha, Lonnie Love, Angelique, and Yo-Yo on the line. She's a TV personality, an actress, entrepreneur, and a philanthropist. But more importantly, she's my homegirl from Detroit. Please welcome the one and only Kenya Moore. Hey, homie, how you doing? Hey, I miss you. <laughs> I miss you too. Hey, the Detroit Lions almost made it, didn't they, Kenya? <laughs> I know that broke my heart, man. That broke my heart. <laughs> oh, oh man, you know we would have been out there. We would have been at that Super Bowl, honey. We would be partying it up. <laughs> oh, it would have been a nice thing, but it's okay though. You know they did good this year. Um, you they know really Kenya. Did. 
What we love about you is your versatility. Like I just introduced you um, as this TV personality, this actress. And people have to remember, Miss Kenya Moore has always been an actress. And I'm very excited about this new project that you're in for Lifetime Television called The Carlisha Gaither Story. And you play Carlisha Gaither's mom, Keisha. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about what this story is about? Thank you for that, Lonnie. I really appreciate that. Um, I work really hard. I'm just trying to live my dreams like everyone else. But, you know, you just never know where your blessings come from. And I just follow those dreams. But acting has always been one of my first loves. Mm-hmm. And I love that I get back to being, you know, on in this in this genre um, and playing such an important role. So the Carlisha Gaither story is about um, a young girl. This is a true story. Um, a young girl named Carlisha was walking home from a family gathering when she was forced into a car at knife point. And she was really determined to survive um, and make it back home alive. She left clues behind at every opportunity so that law enforcement and her family could find her. I play Carlisha's mom, and her name is uh, Keisha. So basically my role was I stopped at nothing to find my daughter. Like through hell or high water, I was going to bring my daughter home. So I kind of like rally the family um, to, to just make an impassioned plea to the media and any other outlet I could find to help every to get everyone to bring my daughter back home. It's amazing. Um, this is the Carlisha Gaither story. It will premiere February the 10th on Lifetime Television. Now, um, you know, t- take us through the process. Did you get to meet uh, Keisha or what was your process to prepare for this role? Well, none of the actors met Carlisha because, you know, this is still kind of fresh for her. Right. Um, it did it happened not long ago. She's a young woman. She was twenty two when it happened. Um, she has children, but she felt that it was it was necessary to share her story though so she could help other people. Um, so the process for me was, you know, I was meeting with um lifetime and producers and writers and um I told them about I wanted to to do a project and make me come out of my comfort zone. Like I mm. wanted to get back to acting in a real meaningful way. I didn't want to play a sexy girl. I didn't want to play, you know, the typical roles that I was being cast in, you know, before I said, I want to really play a raw character. And they presented me with this script. And I was like, at first I put it down to be quite honest. I was like, I read the first 10, 10 pages or so. Mm-hmm. And it was terrifying as a mother it was terrifying to read because, you know, that's our biggest nightmare as a mother is to have something happen to your child. And so I put it down and I was like, you know what? I called my agent and said, I don't think I can do this. Mm. And we talked through it. You know, we talked through it. And I think what I ended up doing is looking at why should I do it versus why not? What changed that? What made you say, okay, I, I can do this? Because I thought about the bigger picture. You know, the bigger picture is this is about the disparity in news coverage for missing minority victims, specifically black women and girls. We do not get the coverage on the news and in media when we go missing. And what does that mean? We don't get found. So if no one knows that we're missing and no one is is trying to find our girls, 
then that means they will be lost. They will, they will, they will never, ever come back to us. And so to me, that alone made me say, you know what, this is enough to make me conquer my fear. If I can save or bring home one black woman or one black girl, then, then I've done my part. You know what I mean? So I felt, I felt like the story and the cause was bigger than my fear. I mean, I'm so glad you did that. And you are right. As of uh, 2022, they say that um, even though Black women account for 7% of the population, nearly 20% of all, they're uh, 20% of all missing persons cases. And you Mm -hmm. are, are absolutely correct when it comes to the fact that we needed a way to do this. What I love about Lifetime and you partnering with Lifetime, they're on a mission to provide a platform for unheard voices as seen through the Black girls missing uh, stories, which this is one, and it's aimed to draw attention to the documented disparity. Um, What did you learn by playing Keisha? I learned that, that how strong mothers can be. Mm. Because some, you know, some people under this kind of um, stress or duress or, or situation could just fall apart, lose it, you know, be inconsolable, just, just not be able to focus on, on what is it that they need to do to bring their children back. And I just learned that, you know what, Keisha has such strength. I didn't want to play her big. I didn't want to play her as like, you know, this, this person is going around screaming and, and, and uh, falling apart every time you saw her. Mm-hmm. So my, my goal was to show her strength and to show that she was always thinking the same way that she taught Carlisha to do was to always think. And that's how she got back home. Definitely. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Kenya Moore, uh, one of the stars of the new Lifetime movie, Abducted Off the Street, the Carlisha Gaither story. It premieres February the 10th. Now, uh, for this story um, as well, you had to work with the young lady that plays Carlisha, also uh, with the other actors, uh, the detectives. How was that process for you, Kenya? Oh, I love them so much. We have such great chemistry. Um, Riel Downs, um, you know, you've seen her in, in Darby and the Dead and Bel Air. And she actually played Carlisha. And then uh, Sam, Asante, he, he played the, the, basically the villain, the um, abductor. It, we just had, when I tell you it was the greatest chemistry on set, um, they were prepared. They were talented. They did great performances. And it just it just inspired me to keep going. I'm like, oh, I can do this. You know, these are serious actors. Um, They are focused on their craft. They did the work and they brought it. They brought it. Everyone who has seen this film really, even though it's tough subject matter, Mm -hmm. they really appreciate the work that we put forth because it is it is thrilling to watch the film. And, and, And everyone is left with like the the realization, like, wow. Um, they did their part, regardless of, you know, whether they're acting or not. I think it, it will help to bring this amazing awareness to, to bringing our girls back home. This, it's, it's just so important to do these type of, of uh, movies, um, even though they are hard, and to use your platform, Kenya. I mean, you have just a massive um, amount of, a, of an audience, and, but also you're a working mother, 
And um, I love Brooklyn. I love following her on IG. Um, what is it? <laughs> she is just the cutest and you're doing such a great job. Um, I remember when you brought her on, when you brought her on the yes. reel and she was just a little itty bitty something. And it's yes, just, she I was just... trying to stand on her own. And I remember. <laughs> But for all she of our listeners, so all our listeners out there, uh, talk about being this working mother and having to also co-parent. Well, you know, for me, um, you know, I've always been a working mom and, and, and shout out to all the working moms out there. But now um, I'm, you know, I'm a single working mom. So I have to do everything. I have to make sure the, the bills are paid. I have to make sure the lights are on <laughs> and that I can provide, you know, the best possible scenarios for my daughter and for me, it, it's been a lot of adjusting. You know, I don't stay out <clears throat> late nights. You know, I don't get a lot of time to, to just be me, to just focus on me. I focus solely on my daughter um, because it is just the two of us. I tell her all the time, you know, help mommy, always help mommy. You know, it's just you and me for now. You know, I always just let her know it's me and you, kid, you know, so we got to mm-hmm. take care of each other. And she loves it. You know, she, she, will, she is so willing to help me. She sees how hard I work. I say, mommy, you know, mommy has to go to work. And she's, she, I bring her to work with me a lot. I brought her to the movie set. She watched how the production, ran, you know, ran. I, I, I take her everywhere I go. So it's difficult, but it's not impossible. And I know that at the end of the, at the, end of the day, it's all for my daughter. And that just makes me keep going. I love that. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Kenya Moore, her new movie, Abducted Off the Streets, The Carlisha Gaitha Story. It premieres February the 10th on Lifetime TV. Um, Finally got that divorce finalized. How do you feel? Yes, girl. Oh, my God. I got my papers. I haven't gotten it stamped by the judge yet, but we are minutes away. I check I check online every day for, for, for that stamp. But uh, I... I I feel like I was imprisoned in some kind of way before. I feel like it's like, why, why are we, why is this person dragging this out? Why do they keep taking us to mediation and mediation? It took a trial. We didn't just, you know, come to these terms through mediation after all of these hours, all this money spent Uh to come back full circle to just basically have to go to trial and end up where we started. And mm-hmm. it, it's, it's shameful. You know, it's shameful to waste that kind of time. And But most importantly to me, also money. You know, yeah. um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the one that's primarily taking care of Brooklyn. And so all of the dollars that I make is going toward her future and all the money that could have been toward her education and, and all of the things that she needs um, it's going toward lawyers. It's, it just doesn't, it didn't make any sense. I'm just so happy it's over. You just don't know. For for me, it's the next chapter, Kenya. So this is Definitely. the next chapter. Yeah. And I'm just going to live my life. Brooklyn is older. She can, you know, she can understand that mommy needs to go away for a weekend or if I need <laughs> to take a trip, you know, it's, right. she's going to be like, yes, mommy. She's already asking me, when are you going to, when are you going to have a new boyfriend? Okay. <laughs> And talking about that, what are you going to do different than what did you learn from that past relationship that you can do differently for the your new relationships that you're going to have? You know what? I I honestly, I, in my life, even with, it's not just relationships with just, uh, you know, uh, romantic relationships, but it's with people and people I, that work for me. 
I give people too many chances. I know people mm. see me on Housewives and they think differently, but honestly, I'm a softie, and and when I care about you, I give you way too many chances, and that is what I need to stop immediately. When you show me who you are, I have to believe it. I cannot think that I can be Captain Save-A-Hole. Some hoes can't be saved. So for me, I'm like, yeah, I, I can't do this. You you need to figure out, if you haven't figured out who you are in 52 years or 53 years, I don't know if you're going to figure it out. So you go over there, you figure your stuff out, and, and I'll be over here living my life and, and continuing to just try to be a better person every day. I love it. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Kenya Moore. Uh, we're talking about her new movie. We're also talking about her being this wonderful working single mother now. Uh, what type of man are you looking for now, Kenya? I can help you. You know I got somebody married, right? I got Breesha well, Webb. Okay. You need, yeah, we need to talk offline. I just, you know, I, I like... I obviously, because I have a child, I need someone who has either, they, they need to have a child already. Like, okay. I don't care the age of the child, but I feel like another parent will understand me being a parent. Are you and open also, to having other children? Would you be open to that? If I have help, you know, that that's why, I, you know, I was thinking about adopting and I, I was going through the paperwork and all that. And then, you know, of course, you know, I have embryos. I'm like going back and forth. Like, what do I do? What do I do? I need to make a decision now. But I didn't want the decision to be because of what I wanted. Okay. I didn't, I wanted to, because there's a child involved. And if I brought a child into my household without a support system in place and not having a father for that child, I feel, I felt like I was being selfish mm -hmm. um, because it was basically, oh, I want Brooklyn to have a sibling. I want this, I want that instead of, what does the child really need? And for me, the answer is I, I would be open to it if I had a, a lifelong partner. If I had my forever person, I definitely would be open to it. Lonnie Love continues her conversation with Kenya Moore next. We're at Cafe Mocha Radio. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's Cafe Mocha. Lonnie Love, Yo-Yo, and Angelique. Lonnie's one-on-one -on -one with Kenya Moore. On the line, Kenya Moore, her new movie um, premiering February the 10th on Lifetime, The Carlisha Gaither Story. Um, now, we can't let you go without talking about the fact that you are one of the true OGs of the franchise, The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, what is the current status, um, if you can reveal anything about that show? Or how do you feel about how the show's been going, Kenya? Well, I, I don't know if I can call myself an OG because I think when when the reality world says OG, it's like the original member. So I wasn't there in the beginning, but I think I'm a longstanding member. Okay. Um, so, I, okay, when you say how I think it's been going, I think last year we really took a hit. I think the chemistry of the cast was not right, and I think it was reflective in how the show was, you know, perceived, produced, all of that. 
And I think that they're on the right track now. I think that they're thinking about, you know, changing up the cast um, to where it would make sense and, and to be like a revival kind of a thing. So we could get back to like when people rushed home, you know, at eight o'clock to watch the show live, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And not from their devices two or three days later, like, girl, did you see what happened? Did you see what this, you know, and where it was exciting. And I think that they're, I think that the producers are on track and the network is on track to, to bring the old glory days back. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I've always been pro the show, but definitely I think that they need to make some changes and, and I know that they are. That's good. I mean, I, and I think we, I, I call you OG because it's you and Candy now that's left that I remember that I'm like, okay, you guys are the foundation. Yeah. So, I mean, being yeah. a foundation, what made, what do you think made you a foundation, a staple in that franchise? You know, I was always, I, I didn't come in it, come into Housewives with an agenda. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I came from scripted TV. So when the opportunity presented itself for me to be on this reality show, remember that was 11, 12 years ago. Right. I didn't know really what it was. I really wasn't into it. You know, I never really watched um, any of the Housewives series. So I didn't come in with like having watched a hundred, you know, episodes and, and pretending to be this or playing that. I just came in there, eyes, you know, <laughs> wide open and just like living my life. And it just turned out that it was, it was fun to watch, you know, and it taught me something. I think Candy and myself, I think we are kind of like poster child or poster, sorry, poster children for like just being authentic and just, it is what it is. I mean, you guys have seen me go through some of the worst times in my life and some of the best times in my life, especially now with Brooklyn and then the divorce and then this, you know, so I've always given you my real life and I've always been very vulnerable. And I think that's what makes the fans kind of root for me because even though you can look at me and think, oh, she, you know, she's set. She has it all. But then when you really watch the show, you're like, oh, she's a mess. You know, <laughs> she's just like me. I have problems with my ex. I can't co-parent. I, I mean, I'm trying to have a baby. Oh, I had a breast cancer scare. My, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't have a relationship with, with my mother or my father. And I long for that. And I, I have pain, residual pain, you know, from that. So I think people saw my authenticity and even though you know they can root for you know they can love me or hate me but they always rooted for me they really did and I feel like they still see that I have story to tell you know that my my story has not come full circle yet and and I'm hoping that they'll be able to see that what's in the future for Kenya I know that we still have Kenya Moore hair care um, which is a yes. national mega brand that is carried in over 2,200 yes. Sally's Beauty supply stores across the nation. Um, yes, so we're, we're not only in Sally, we started off in Sally. We are uh-huh. in now CVS. Yes. We're in over 5,000 doors and growing. And I'm, go- I'm going to be adding another major, um, actually larger than both of them combined, um, another retailer. So the, I obviously I want my grant I want my brand to be huge you know what I mean I want Kenya more hair care I want the world to be singing Kenya more hair care you know <laughs> I want that for me I want that for Brooklyn and you know I just opened my own hair spa in Atlanta so I want to be able to franchise my hair spa it's a luxury hair spa 
We do all kind of services. It's it's not where you walk in and the girls are, you know, uh, eating eating um, fried food and talking over each other and the loud <laughs> music and all that. It's a very, you know, you don't have to come with your hair washed already. The person is not on their phone the whole time while they're doing your hair. You know, it's not that. So it's a luxury spa uh, experience. And I'm and it's, it's so exciting to have a brick-and-mortar business that I'm learning from the ground up. And it's, it's definitely some growing pains. But I'm so excited for the future of not only the Kenya Moore hair care brand, um, things that, you know, I'm working on with Brooklyn. She's going to be coming out with some things that I'll be able mm. to share at a later time. So my daughter and I will be going into business together. So you'll, you'll be able to see all of that unfold. There's such a good mama. The name of the movie is called Abducted Off the Street, the Carlisha Gaither story. It premieres February the 10th on Lifetime. 8, 7 central, 8 o'clock. Yes. And yes. we've been talking to the forever fabulous Miss Kenya Aww. Moore. Thank you so much for this time, Kenya. I really appreciate it. Thank you for of stepping course, in the Cafe I, Mocha. <laughs> anything for my Detroit sister. You call me, text me after this phone call. I want to know about these football players. <laughs> All right, I will. Have a good day, sweetie. Okay, you too. Bye. Kenya Moore shows off her acting skills February 10th on Lifetime. The movie is called Abducted off the street, the Carlisha Gaither story. More coming up. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. The espresso is brought to you by Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Target is doing its best to promote Black History Month, but they just had to pull a book off the shelves because the pictures were mislabeled. A teacher on TikTok called them out. For starters, this is not Carter G. Woodson. This is W.B. Du Bois. They got the name wrong. This is not W.E.B. Du Bois. This is Booker T. Washington. I get it. Mistakes happen. But this needs to be corrected. You know how California was all excited because they had a reparations task force. They were talking about giving away millions to black Californians. Here's what the just announced reparations bills do not include. Direct cash payments for descendants of the enslaved. Coming to theaters next week is the movie Bob Marley, One Love. The star Kingsley Benadire talks about taking on the iconic role. I think I just had to get my head around what my feeling is when it comes to playing real life characters. It is about the essence of the person, not being an exact copy or trying to do a, a mimic. But for some reason, when it came to Bob, my instinct was I wanted to be and look as close as I could to him. That's the espresso. Cafe Boca, Lonnie Love, Yo-Yo, I'm Angelique. I know you want to talk about the Grammys. Uh, Yo-Yo, did you get to see the Grammys? And what did you think about it? I did not get to see the Grammys, but I did see Killer Mike. He yeah. swept, which was, I mean, a lot of young kids. My daughter was like, who's that? I mean, yeah. I thought it was amazing to see. I mean, it was a lot of controversy, but I did see, you know, yeah, hip-hop what- step up. What she's talking about is that Killer Mike won all three categories of, of Grammys for the rap uh, category. And then right after, there was some type of altercation and he was arrested and taken out in handcuffs by the LAPD. Um, he was released and uh, there was some talk that maybe he, it was a, a, it was a misdemeanor battery uh, offense that happened, but he had said he pushed ha- up on a. He said he pushed up on a push past a security guard. 
Yeah, he was trying to, him and his team was trying to get in. And then they, you know, they, I guess they saw some videos and I, I mean, it's interesting to, to let it happen, you know, at, after his really big moment. I think that that was just, that's questionable. I mean, yeah. and I can see why now people are saying, you saw Will Smith slap somebody on live TV and he and got to sit down <laughs> and enjoy but you go take the brother out. So, you know, another uh, couple of things real quick um, that happened during the Grammy telecast um, was that there was a great performance by Burner Boy and Brandy. The thing is, is that there's a new category in the Grammys called uh, African Music Performance. This is the mm-hmm. first time that they've had that. And it just shows that the Grammys are expanding. The Grammys originally was set in the 50s and they it was just for U.S. music. And because now music has become more global and open, in 2000, they developed the latin grammys and now they're expanding to africa and i think pretty soon it'll be a whole like um separate uh african grammys uh program because african music and afro beats are just this taking over it's taking over yeah i i think it it really it really will happen so uh jay-z received the dr dre impact award he mm-hmm. uh, got he received the award with his daughter Blue Ivy, who is beautiful. I cannot believe yes how big. I mean, we've just seen her grow up. Um, in front of us, um, uh, a bit of controversy was that in his speech, Jay Z was speaking about his wife, and he was saying how she has more Grammys than anybody in this room, but she never got Album of the Year. And so now there's this talk about why is it, you know, certain people feel like maybe he was stepping on Taylor Swift, who has now won album of the year more than anybody, more than Stevie, more than Frank Sinatra. Um, She has won it four times. Uh, Mm -hmm. She was tied with three, but the, this last um, program she won. And so now she's the top person. Beyonce has never won album of the year the last black woman to win album of the year was lauren hill for Mm -hmm. miseducation of lauren hill Mm -hmm. so people are questioning and now you have this new black ceo harvey mason jr um who is a former musician a great guy i met him on the red carpet very nice man but he says that the grammys are based on the people the voting members like if you join, if you are a member of the Grammy board, there are certain uh, songs and genres and, and it happens for all. I'm a member of the Television Academy. They, they're called peer groups and you get to vote for certain categories. So he says this is not based on the Grammys are not based on album sales. It's not based on popularity. It's not based on how many likes is based on the music. So he's saying that that is what the voters vote on. Cafe Mocha's got a Disney cruise to give away. It's a four-pack perfect for the family with plenty for the kids to do, plenty of relaxation time for the parents, and cool theme events like Marvel Superhero Day. Stay tuned for more on the giveaway. Cafe Mocha, Lonnie Love, Yo-Yo, I'm Angelique. The, uh, The Grammys are now over. Uh, the last controversial thing that happened was that Taylor Swift uh, accepted album of the year 
It was presented by surprise presenter Celine Dion. Celine Dion has a neurological disease, yeah. which is the stiff man's disease, which affects her muscles. It has affected her singing. She's no longer touring. Um, it's a very, it, it's it's a terrible disease. And so to see her, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, you do see Taylor standing and clapping and singing because they played uh, uh, Celine's song. But when Taylor uh, went to receive the award, she just took the award from Celine and she was like happy <laughs> and did not acknowledge Celine. And when I say that the internet went off, aunties didn't like that. That's that's our, you know, that's our Titanic lady. That's, that's, yeah. you know, she sung Tina Turner. She did all of this. So, you know, there was some, you know, chatter. Um, immediately, Taylor's PR people um, put out a photo of her and Celine backstage and they were embracing and, you know, because they were trying to calm it down because she did totally like blow her off and mm -hmm. Celine's standing there with a little Grammy, you know, and you could tell she's like, you know, and she just takes it from her, you know, not a nod, not a thank you. I can understand that she probably didn't want to touch her. And that's the thing. We don't know the behind the scenes. Like if, if, if you win and it's Celine, don't touch her, you know, I mean, right. it's like, it could be all of that. It could be, uh, you know, uh, so we don't know the full story. And the last thing was the tribute. There was a 17-minute memoriam, and they had four performances. And uh, Fantasia was one of the performers. She did the tribute to Tina Turner, and it was a wonderful tribute. Um, Oprah Winfrey introduced, and it was just a great, you know, thing. So, Angelique. I just want to say one thing, okay. one long thing. What? I couldn't see the Grammys. I pay every month. Well, my mama pay every month for, <laughs> for Paramount Plus TV, which is CBS. And they don't air anything live. They should air the Grammys. They should have aired the um the Emmys. I mean, what what am I paying for? You can't I'm get sorry. CBS? I don't have regular TV. Oh, no. You have, CBS is an additional app you have to. So I mean, I, well, I, I have cable, but Plus. yeah, but I, I thought that, you know, see, those are like CBS, NBC. Those are just regular free stations. So you should be able to get them, but you got to, you know, I ain't got regular TV. I live well, in the woods. I ain't got no regular TV. I got Paramount Plus. <laughs> Y'all need to start oh, streaming. I, I just want to know what I'm paying for. That's well, you can all. see it the next day. You couldn't I, see it live, but you could see it. Actually, you could probably could have saw it later on like L.A. time. I want to um, see it now. You live in the woods. You can't. <laughs> anyway, to close this out, Trevor Noah was the host. He was wonderful as usual. The uh, ratings for the Grammys were up. Uh, by 34%, 17 oh, nice. million people watched it. Also, I want to say that I hosted the E After Party and we had the highest ratings since 2019. So nice. everybody Good checked night. us out. It was a great event. Anything excited happened at the party? Uh, The after party, I, you know what? I couldn't party because I was working. I was like... <clears throat> You know, so I, you know, and I'm not drinking and I'm not, you know, eating sugar. So I just went back to my hotel room. Cause I'm Aww, like, no I'm not going to be 
No, it's just no liquor, no not without cookies. a cocktail. <laughs> Nothing. Not without a cocktail. I'm like, no. So, but that was the Grammys, ladies. That was Lonnie at the Grammys. This Thanks, is Cafe Lonnie. Mocha. You can follow us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio to hear the full conversation between Lonnie Love and Kenya Moore. Just go to wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Cafe Mocha Radio, then click follow. Till next week, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Super Radio. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.